radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. How are you today? This is Coach Trina, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that you're ready to be extremely productive for the week, right? That is so very, very important. So listen up. This is something, as you know, that I Every Monday that I come on, and that is every Sunday evening, you need to get your planner out, your calendar for the week, right? You need to look at the activities that you have scheduled on your calendar. And then you need to ask yourself, you know, exactly what is it that I'm trying to accomplish by Friday in my business? right? What is it that I would like to see happen in my business by Friday? And then what you do is you back all the way up to where you are, which is that Sunday evening, right? And then you go back over those activities that you just reviewed and ask yourself this question. Are any of the activities on my calendar supporting my business? Are they enhancing what I want to happen by Friday. And this is very, very key. And I find this is essential. This is something that's mandatory, especially when you have set sales goals, marketing goals, you're trying to generate leads, you're trying to meet a lead, um, you, you know, you're trying to connect with new leads. This is so very, very important. And yet, a lot of business women fail to do so. So I know that I have used this technique for a very long time. Keeping it transparent, I don't always follow sometimes what I teach, right? But it always comes back around to snap me in the behind when I don't do it. And this is why I share it with you today. It is so very, very important to go ahead and make sure that everything that you purpose that you have set up a support system for. And so, of course, you know, things like doctor's appointments, if you're working a full-time job, you know, you have uh, other activities that you have to deal with with your children's uh, school. You know, um, if you have, you know, another part-time job that you're working, you're trying your best to make things happen, all of these things are understandable. But this is why it's so important for you to really look at your time commitment and start with developing a time schedule just for you as the CEO, your business. Okay, so I've been dealing with a little bit of sinus and allergies. The pollen is coming out. Of course, spring is upon us. So I am getting dry already at the start of the show. Let me drink some water. So again, I want you ladies to make sure that you are definitely checking your schedule. And again, the biggest question you have to ask yourself is, you know, what I have listed here on the schedule, is it really relevant? Is it enhancing what I'm trying to accomplish by the end of the week? This is very important because each week 
has to support what you want to accomplish by the end of the month. Each month has to support what you want to accomplish by the end of the quarter. And each quarter contributes to your annual goals, thereby helping you to accomplish the things that you vision, right? This is really at the pure core of manifestation, is doing things on purpose to support what it is that you want to do. And you have the power to make it happen. So very, very important. Um, Of course, all of this month, I'm so excited to bring to you a topic, a theme that we're going to be addressing in different ways this month, Uh, and that theme is becoming a queen of action. You know, ladies, all the planning in the world will do no good if there is no action behind it. Taking action is one of the most, I would say, powerful things you can do to manifest your dreams and goals, and yet many businesswomen feel overwhelmed, aren't clear on their role as CEO, and yes, many are procrastinators for various reasons. Of course, the single most common reason is fear. So today, it's important to really understand the foundation of action and why it is such a catalyst to your belief system when it comes to accomplishing your goals. So we're going to dig into that just a little bit more because I find it amazing that sometimes, yes, uh, that we stand still, we procrastinate, we are passionate about what it is we want, and yet we're not taking the right kind of action to start seeing some results in the very things that we purpose, right? So it's very, very important. So I want to keep you, you know, very clear on this because here we are at the third month, top of the third month of the first quarter. So we're we're fastly approaching the second quarter of of the new year, right? And so it's very, very important that you again make sure that you are very, very clear on what it is that you want to accomplish this year, that you've broken it down by quarters. And if that seems too overwhelming for you, then, girl, it's okay. All you need to do is figure out where you're trying to go at least for the next 90 days, okay? Yeah, make it easy for you. That's all you need to do, and then you can work your way there. I want to remind everyone that is listening at this time, don't forget, is that If you have not taken advantage of your free power talk, which is a coaching session with me, and I might add it is a full coaching session, it's no no fluff fluff there, right, Um, then you need to definitely make sure you schedule your power talk. You know, I love connecting with all of you and connecting with a lot of different businesswomen every single day. Gee whiz, every single day I'm having anywhere between 10 to 15 connection calls ranging from morning all the way to late at night uh, for those of who are in the West Coast. And so again, you know, one of the things I want to let you know that I learn about us as women is that sometimes when we need assistance, when we need help, we just don't ask for it, right? We're not used to asking for it. Instead, sometimes we still feel that we need to read a book or we need to figure it out all on our own, and yet it causes you to uh, to drag behind, to slow down, or just completely stagnate. And so it's so important to know that I'm here. I'm ready to give you a hand up if you're ready to hold your hand out, right? And so scheduling your power talk, you don't have to be perfect. That's why you sometimes want to talk to a coach, because you don't don't have it all put together, right? So to schedule your power talk, 
talk, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net. And right there on the homepage, just scroll a little bit below my welcome message, and you will see the power talk. Okay. Also, I want to remind you to mark your calendar for March 21st through the 25th. Of course, as you know, we reset every month the I Am Worthy Challenge. It doesn't matter if you've taken it the, the um, month before. Uh, the key here is, is that each time you take it, each time you participate, it is strengthening you to the core more and teaching you how to use your supernatural powers of manifesting the things that you purpose to do. So very, very important. So if you have not, if you've taken or you haven't um, attempted to, uh, to even start the workbook, then girl, you know you need to go ahead and sign up for the next class, right? You need to sign up for the next I Am Worthy Challenge. Such a powerful uh, challenge. I Look, I helped to write this, right? I had a couple of writers helping me to make this clear. Uh, I, I am telling you, I am getting encouraged and motivated my own self. And not to mention the I Am Worthy affirmation, right? Uh, such a powerful, powerful uh, affirmation. And this is something that uh, I have been sharing with a lot of people. And if you have not gotten your copy to put on your phone so that you can say it every day, then what are you waiting for? You need to get in the I Am Worthy challenge. And the, uh, the affirmation uh, is easy to download as an image file to put on your your phone right there in the I am worthy private group, right? So now two things you need to do. You need to go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on events and sign up for the I am worthy challenge. And then you need to go over to Facebook and in the search bar, just put in I am worthy and the group will pull up for you and just request access to the group. Let me read the challenge uh, affirmation to you right quick, because this affirmation empowers me every single morning that I read it. It says, I am worthy of love, peace, abundance, success, and wealth. Starting right now, I will have faith in my worth, believe in my worth, act on my worth, charge what I'm worth. And I believe this wholeheartedly, and I have been encouraging women to adopt this affirmation, to say it every day as often as they need to, right? Child, sometimes I need to say it two and three times a day to remind myself, right? Because the spiritual side of me believes it wholeheartedly, and my belief system is there. But sometimes people, places, and things just put you there, and you need to go back and remind yourself of your worth, remind yourself what you believe, remind yourself that you are a woman of worth. So very important. So again, make sure you sign up. The next challenge starts again March 21st through the 25th. Please, ladies, make sure you bless the life of one other woman and share with her. So very, very important. I am so excited today because we have a very special guest that's going to be on the show shortly, and I'm talking about no other than Kenyatta McKinnon, uh, you know, such an incredible woman. Uh, she's 
you know, just so focused and uh, she's a woman of God and she's so serious about what it is that she wants, her goals, and I admire her greatly. And she's going to be on the show today. She's uh, the author of Bridging the Gap. Uh, a book that is picking up a lot of, of talk and speed uh, to help communities bridge the gap in the law, with law enforcement. Uh, she's an expert in women's safety. Uh, and, of course, you're going to learn more about her and all the things that are going on in her world. So I'm, a, I'm a very, very excited uh, for her to be on the show today. Um, I'm going to be going over the five new questions of business leadership. And, old oh, ladies, I have a really good book of the month for you today, um, I'm going to be sharing with you Making Good Habits by Joyce Meyer, uh, such an excellent book. I'm going to be reading just a short excerpt from the introduction, so get your copy, go on Amazon, put it on your Kindle, uh, order it, you know, um, get it in your hands, add it to your success library, Making Good Habits by Joyce Myers, right? Uh, I love Joyce because she's kind of like a tell-it-like-it-is person, right? Right? Uh, Joyce does not cut uh, any corners when it comes to helping women, especially, to understand that they have the power to accomplish and do anything mm-hmm. in life. And, of course, just want to let everyone know this is a Christian-based book, but, oh, I believe the Bible definitely is one of the greatest books in the entire world, created by the Creator himself self-inspired by him. And again, I just want to remind you to pick up your copy, Making Good Habits by Joyce Meyer, right? You know, um, it is so crazy of what's going on on Facebook these days. Uh, I tell you, I have had some interesting things that happened to me on Facebook with my group, with my fan page, even with my personal page, and maybe some of you have had the same issues as well. So I just want to share a couple of issues that I have had, right? Okay, so groups is constantly changing now. So if you have a Facebook group, now the same things that were happening, that are happening on your fan page, which is you post, but only 1% or 2% of the people that are following you are actually seeing the post unless you put an ad, right? Well, in groups, now the same thing is happening. Facebook is tightening up or not showing all of the people who have personally opted in or joined the group, Facebook is not showing them as uh, all of your posts as the moderator of the group. So people are asking me, hey, I didn't see Successful Woman Radio announcement. Hey, I didn't see this or that. So for all of you who are members of the Women About Biz community on Facebook, I would just encourage you to make sure as you browse Facebook, whether you do it in the mornings, in the afternoons, or what have you, is just go to the group and also check out anything new, any new announcements or messages there in the group as well. And so Facebook is just doing some crazy, crazy stuff. And, um, you know, one of the things that's happening is I am having so many people talk, hearing so many people talk about uh, leaving Facebook, you know, starting their group somewhere else, you know, going to other platforms, new platforms. And um, to prove my point, because for those of you who are long-term listeners, many of you might have heard me say from the very beginning, I've been talking about this for about a year now, right? I've been sharing with you, you know, what can you use your fan page for? I've been sharing with you that on your personal page, if you are promoting 
um, the, you might see the promotion in the news feed, but everybody else that are your friends on your personal page may not see it at all. And if they do, it might be only, you know, a fraction of your friends that are able to see it, right? And so, um, and normally what Facebook is doing now is the fraction of friends that they're allowing to see something that you might post that's promotional from your personal page, it's those friends that you tend to interact with the most in your personal account. You want to make sure you take a note of that, right? So check this out. There was an article on Forbes that I just recently read, which I found fascinating, um, and I predicted this far ahead that if you don't provide good customer service, if you don't pay attention to those that help to make you so big, you're going to fall, right? Now, I'm going to tell you, for those of us who have been on the Internet a long time, we have seen a lot of social networks come and go. Look at what happened to AOL, right? Um, look at what happened to, um, I can't even think of the name of it, the word in the name of space, you know, MySpace. Look at what happened to MySpace. Look at what happened to some of the more popular um, you know, online social media platforms in the early days that were that were thriving, but because they started changing too much and wanted to take away so many things from the people that had helped to make them, they lost out. Here's what Forbes says. Facebook owner Meta's new nightmare is continuing to get worse after a terrible week with falling user numbers leads, leading to dramatic share price drops. It comes after a bad 2021 from Mark Zuckerberg, owner of the company, which rebranded to Meta late last year following whistleblower allegations, regulatory headaches, and a, you know, growing debate. While many people have been considering deleting Facebook or at least cutting down their use of the social network, the actual user numbers have noticeably suffered. But this week, the nightmare worsened as Facebook owner Meta reported its fourth quarter earnings because they're public, of course, they have to put this information out, which showed that the social media network had seen its number of active users drop for the first time in its 18-year history, right? Drop for the first time in its 18-year history. And check, this, check the numbers out. Their price Okay, talking about their trading on the public uh, stock market, their price slumped 25% and $230 billion was wiped off its market value. It was reportedly one of the biggest single-day declines in a company ever recorded. So I'm just saying is that you've got to pay attention to those which help to make you. That's all I'm saying, because when you start cutting back so much that you are not helping the micro business owners, the small business owners that help to make you, right, um, it's a problem. And there should have been a win-win, right? You shouldn't allow somebody to create a fan page and then literally for them to have to put an advertisement out in order for people to see what you are posting on the fan page at especially if you're sending your customers and if other people are freely opting in. So don't get me started because I am just so passionate about, you know, 
creating win-win situations. And Facebook, I love Facebook, but at the same time, I'm not happy with the customer service. So let us all keep our eyes on Facebook. Let us all remember that if you have a group, if you have a fan page, if you're posting stuff out and promoting things, let's make sure that you've got your website put together and that you have alternatives okay, alternative ways to share things, and that if you have a group, you have created a system, right, to collect names, phone numbers, and emails from those people opting into your group so you can communicate with them. If not, you are at a loss because as the CEO of your company, you should never, ever put yourself in a position, right? Never put yourself in a position to where somebody else has more control of damaging your business and you can't do anything about it. And this has happened too many times to too many people who have depended solely on Facebook. So I want you guys to keep your eyes and ears open, right? And keep up to date with what's going on in social media all over because we're getting ready to see some some changes going on. There's a movement going on right now. People are leaving not just Facebook. They're leaving LinkedIn. They're leaving Twitter. There's some movements going on, so I want you guys to pay attention to it. Of course, you know, you can always come here on Successful Woman Radio and uh, get, you know, get your dose of what's going on with Facebook from your girl, Coach Trina, right? You know that you can do that every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. I'm going to go ahead and quickly go over, right, um, the five questions of leadership that we have for this year. And then, of course, I'm going to introduce our our featured guest. So excited to have no other than Kenyatta McKinnon um, on the show today. This is long overdue. This is somebody that I uh, consider a woman who is truly out there making it happen for herself. Here we go, ladies. We're going to go ahead and go over the five questions of leadership. Uh, we we ask, you know, the same questions of ourselves as often as we need to right here to help us to hone in on our CEO and leadership skills. Number one, what's your functionality today? Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? Number two, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month, right? You got to stay on top of that. Number three, what offers do you need to create to reach your sales goals, right? This is very, very important because what we may think looks good may not be the thing that attracts somebody to click that button and purchase whatever you have. So you really, really need to make sure that you go back over your offers. And then number four, is your marketing strategy in place? It's a very important question because it doesn't make sense to go and try to market um, when you don't have clarity of where you're trying to go, when you don't have clarity of your target audience. So there are four core areas in uh, having your marketing strategy that I, in particular, want you to pay attention to in addition to knowing your target client, right? They are social media. How are you incorporating that? 
advertising. You can't do without it. You got to create a budget. You got to figure out how to how to advertise. And then email sequences, which are very important, better known as you know pipeline. You know how to create a pipeline or a workflow. Uh, email sequences are very very important because it's you know what's supposed to happen. How am I going to communicate? What will the email say? And how often will my uh, subscribers or the list I have, how often will they receive something from me, right? And then, of course, videos. Yeah, yeah, I know. You don't want to do a video. But let me just tell you, I was in a master class last week, uh, and the coach told us, y'all need to be putting a video out. Now, I'm just saying, this, this was like a big challenge. I mean, it blew my mind, right? He was saying that y'all need to be putting out videos one to three times a day. I was like, are you kidding me? He goes, no. You know, the videos can be one to three minutes, but you need to be putting them out. You know, just get your camera and start talking and post. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's so challenging, right? I don't know about all of that, but guess what? I'm going to actually put that to test. Maybe not this week, but I'm going to gird myself, prepare myself, and put that uh, put that into action for a week to see how it helps me to get better engagement, better results, better responses. Stay tuned. Watch out for it. I'll let you know maybe on next Monday that I'm going to start it, and you guys will get an opportunity to see it, right? So I'll check it out. I'll tell you about the system I created for it to fit in, my calls to action, the times I set for my videos based on the people who follow me, you know, when they're online. I, just check me out, y'all. Help me, Lord. Help me. Because it is a challenge. I like doing videos. I don't have a problem. But three times a day, that kind of blows my mind right there. So keep in mind, y'all just follow me. I will always share my results and share with you the strategy and the systems that I use. If it works, fantastic. Copy it. Run with it, right? That's the way you're supposed to do it. Number five, last but not least, in the five questions of leadership on a Scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Remember, ladies, your belief level is tied directly to your actions. If you're taking action, you should see goals being accomplished. To do items marked complete on your checklist. And yes, again, our theme for the whole month is becoming the queen of action, right? So very, very important, and I'll be breaking that down just a few minutes uh, at towards the end of the show for you a little bit later on. But right now, I want to bring somebody who is so special to me on the show today. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her, and then I'm going to bring her on. I want to check and make sure uh, that all is well, uh, so hold on. Uh, Ms. Kenyatta, I want to make sure you can hear us loud and clear. You there? Yes, I am. Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wonderful. wonderful. Okay. You may want to talk up just a little bit more. It sounds a little bit faint. Hold on. Okay. What about now? Okay. That sounds good. Okay. So we're going to be bringing up uh, Kenyatta in just a few minutes. But first, I definitely want to tell you about her who she is, and I've known her now for a few years. She's a woman of her word. She's definitely a woman making it happen. She's the author of the book, 
Bridging the Gap, uh, an incredible book. Not only does it give good statistics, but she shares with you in the book what the community and law enforcement can do to work together to make the community a better place, right? Um, she, she talks about all of the different myths that people are thinking about law enforcement. And she's an expert in women's safety as well. Uh, in addition to that, one of the things that I am just so impressed with is that this woman of God, this incredible woman, is a law enforcement officer. Uh, she just newly retired uh, but she is using her talents and her 20-plus years in the law enforcement industry to really help people, right? And I really love that. But in addition to that, as I said before, she's a woman of God. I know that she travels the world and that she's been to Africa and a lot of different places, you know, spreading God's word and also encouraging, empowering individuals. She gives vision board workshops and help people to understand what vision is, which is so absolutely incredible. She's an entrepreneur. Um, she owns her own security company, right? And, um, and she's a motivational speaker, just such a powerful, powerful woman. So ladies, I want to introduce to you the powerful businesswoman, lady boss, Kenyatta McKinnon. Kenyatta, welcome to Successful Woman Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Trina. I'm so glad that you Girl, I'm so glad that you're here with me uh, today because I tell you, it's been a long time coming. I've always wanted to have you on the show, and, and I say I'm not going another month without uh, my friend, my uh, Kenyatta, being on the show because she's accomplishing so many things. And so, again, thank you so much. Kenyatta, let's get started with talking about, uh, tell us about the passion and vision that led you to retiring as sheriff and starting your own consulting business, you know, becoming an author, traveling around the world. Share with the ladies what what led up to that. Yes. So, you know, I was in law enforcement for 23 years. Um, I was a lieutenant, and, you know, I said to myself that I had a passion and a desire to do more to make an impact to help others. And my spirit kept telling me that I needed to do more and that I wasn't living up to my full capacity. Mm. And so with much prayer and, you know, fasting, within three months I made a decision that it was time for me to retire from one lifestyle and move into another, which would bring me fulfillment and passion, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. Trina, I just truly began to walk in my vision, which is, you know, now uh, ministry, you know, which is now me being a consultant, which wow. is now me, um, you know, recently starting my nonprofit and me also having a security business. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just so grateful that I took the time out to know that there was more in me. And mm-hmm. my consultant business, it was birthed in 2017. I just saw the need to provide services in the security sector for business owners and people in general. And mm-hmm. so, you know, with my consulting business, I offer a variety of services, which include dignity protection, armed and unarmed security, security for events, uh, mm-hmm. traffic for construction details, church security, and pretty much um, my consultant business, K. McKinnon Associates, was launched um, because 
I knew that I could do more, especially having the background, being in law enforcement, me having a bachelor's and master's degree in criminal justice, and, you know, me having all of that experience, it qualified me to Mm -hmm. be an expert. And so because of that, I wanted to start my consulting business and offer solutions to ongoing issues that may come up when dealing with safety in general. Wow, and wow. my company, yes, and, and my company ensures that goals of clients are met each and every time. And we do this by ensuring that we properly screen personnel, we provide core and advanced security training, and mm-hmm. we just inform, you know, people of policy and procedures and things that they can do to implement their vision and goal for their business. And I think mm-hmm. that's what motivated me to go ahead and start my own consultant business. And you asked me as an author, you know, what, you know, what is it as an author that made me become an author? And I will say that as an author, I had so much knowledge in me because Mm -hmm. I was in law enforcement for 23 years because I saw the need to help and understand the community. And one of the main things I think, Trina, that a lot of people struggle with is, you know, In law enforcement in this day and age, people really have formed a negative opinion at times about law enforcement because, yeah, yes, because of the media. You know, they have they don't have all the facts. Yeah, absolutely, and they don't wait on the other side of the story, and it makes it hard for law enforcement professionals as a whole to do their job because the citizens are oftentimes so tuned in to the media that they pick sides, and, you know, one of the things that I kind of privy myself to is half knowledge is equal to no knowledge. So it's mm-hmm. important for us to have all the facts to be able to make a non-biased assessment of what police officers do and the same for the community. And so I know we'll talk about my book a little later on, but Bridging the Gap talks about exactly that. So I just want to say that, you know, in my book, you know, Bridging the Gap, it basically is a guide to help the law enforcement and communities, you know, our children, our environment, so that we can produce positive results. Yes, yes. And and I, and I, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, well, no, I, was just, I was just going to piggyback up of something that you just said, because I want the ladies to... I want the ladies to write this down in their notes because, you know, for those of you who are working a full-time job, you may be thinking, you know, oh, I can't wait till I retire or I've got to find a new job or I've got to hurry up and start, you know, start my business. But the talents that you have or that you gained from your job can be transferred over into your business. And so don't think that the job you have, even if you're not satisfied with it, don't think that you can't pick up talents and things that you can then take and apply to your business. Look at what Kenyatta did. You know, she took her expertise and she's applied it, started her own security company, and this is going to take her a long way because she's got 20 plus years of all of that experience behind her. So again, all of you who are thinking, you know, you're working full-time jobs and you're running a part-time business right now, you're trying to get your hustle on, make things happen. Again, I want you guys to keep that in mind. So go ahead, Kenyatta. We're going to close up on this first question. Uh, But, you know, as you're talking about Mm -hmm. your passion and vision and what led you to all of this, uh, give us, you know, give us your final uh, words on that. 
Yeah, my final words are in, I think, in one of your questions, you also um, was asking, you know, about me traveling the world to bless others. And I just want to say that there brings me no greater joy. I have a passion to Mm -hmm. bless people because people need to understand that when God blesses you, it's just not for you, but it's also for you to bless his people, the less fortunate. And I love traveling globally to talk about and to teach and to help others about how you can bless other people, how the less fortunate need help, and how that is fulfilling for your purpose and assignment. So I just wanted to say that. So that is my final thought on that. I know that you, I, I, I believe you have traveled to Ghana, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, what was your feeling when you, because I know that wasn't your first trip to Africa, but what was your feeling when you first went to Africa? Just quickly, you know, there are a lot of us that mm-hmm. want to go to Africa. What did you feel when you went to Africa? You know, I felt like, I felt really good to, one, grace the land of the motherland, but for two, you know, the things that we see on the news that it's a poor country, it's nothing like that. And, you Mm -hmm. know, my first and second trip, I was, you know, so fortunate to see that it's an up and developing, you know, country and that, you know, they have a lot of good things that are going on in Africa and Ghana, but also they have a lot of people that are in need over there. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. when I traveled to Africa, Ghana, one of my main focuses for over there to give them hope and also to feed the less fortunate and to, you know, talk to the people about ways that they can better themselves and their community and their village in order to, you know, be able to have the resources and tools that they need in order to raise their families. So it was it was a very um, a very warm experience for me, and I just love the people of Africa, and I just love I just love to go over there because it's almost like home for me now. So I'll be mm-hmm. definitely planning to go over there more in the future. But it was a oh. really great experience. Well, I'm hoping to go with you. I, I you know, I. I too want to go to Africa and and travel some places, so I'm I'm, I'm excited. Uh, so a little birdie told me that you might be going to some other faraway lands coming up. So I'll have to I'll have to talk to you uh, when you get back, and you'll have to share with us on Facebook about all of that. Uh, but for those of you. Um, that are listening. This is Trina Newby with Successful Woman Radio, and I'm talking to uh, the lady boss herself, Kenyatta McKinnon, uh, you know, law enforcement professional, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, and uh, she certainly has inspired so many people with her works and what she is doing, her give back, her travel to Africa. I'm so glad that she's on the show. Uh, just a quick tip, guys. I am a part of Kenyatta's um, Facebook group, Hustle for God. H-U-S-T-L-E, Hustle for God, Um, and I would encourage you guys to join that group. She does, like, prayers and, um, you know, just, you know, some many truths that she speaks biblically. I love it. And beautiful quotes, always. I get so inspired by going to her Facebook group, Hustle for God. It's her Facebook group. I encourage you guys to join that uh, so you can keep up with what Kenyatta is doing. Um, Kenyatta, there's something that all businesswomen face, and some more than others. How do you handle fear and challenges that come up to you in your life and business? How do you handle that? Sure. So fear is false evidence appearing real. And when Mm -hmm. we operate from fear, we're not operating from love. And the enemy always Mm -hmm. wants us to believe that we're inadequate, that we're not Mm -hmm. worthy, so Mm -hmm. that we don't live out our full potential. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, Trina, I know for me, fear was real because before I stepped out on faith and just started living my life head on, I used to worry about what people would think, you know, what if I failed, you know, uh, what if I was viewed a different way. Um, but I realized that I don't have to validate, confirm, or prove myself to anyone that I had enough in me where my my worth was sufficient. And yes. And I overcame fear simply by trusting in myself and saying, no matter what happens, no matter what comes out of this situation, no matter if I fail, no matter if I succeed, until I succeed, I will keep going and stay consistent and focused. And through time, I know that I was going to make mistakes, but the mistakes is enduring the process to get me to where I need to go. And that, when I realized that, and I realized that, you have to go through your process, which entails failure sometimes, which entails pain sometimes, which entails challenges mm. sometimes, but it gets Say you it. to your better place. Yeah. But it gets you yes. to your better place. So that's how I overcame fear. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. You have given us uh, some incredible nuggets just in this one question here. And ladies, I hope that you are writing this down uh, because later on we're going to be talking about becoming a queen of action. And, and what you've heard Kenyatta say is that in spite of the fear, in spite of it all, she's she's forging forward and she's taking action on the things that she purposes and um, not letting the enemy or anything else hold her back. Kenyatta, talk about um, your book a little bit, Bridging the Gap, you know, here, I, I've read the book a, a few times, and I, I always look at the statistics, and, and, you know, there's just so many myths that are out there. I love that section of the book that talks about the myths because, boy, do we not know the truth about, you know, the statistics on shootings and all these different things that go on out there. But tell us a little bit about Bridging the Gap. Okay, hold on for a minute, ladies. Uh, perhaps her. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. So we okay, were talking. Uh, I was asking you about the book Bridging the Gap. Uh, please go ahead now and just share with us just a little bit about the book. Why you wrote the book? Yes. So I wrote the book because it came from me seeing so much division between law enforcement and the community, and I realized that a gap needed to be bridged between the two. And in my book, I just talk about law enforcement and data. I talk about the misconception about law enforcement. I talk about law enforcement as it relates to understanding the community, as the community understands law enforcement. And I talk about solutions. And then at the end of my book, I actually talk about how to bridge the gap. But this is a guide for anybody who is really not familiar with what law enforcement does on a daily basis. This gives them an inside look of all the variables and things that are taken into consideration before a law enforcement officer responds to certain situations. And I think it's good for the public to know and understand how law enforcement works because the more that they understand, the more that they will be accepting of what law enforcement professionals do. But on the flip side, with the community, law enforcement professionals need to also understand the community side and how they can work along with the community in order to bring positive results to any type of situation that may require police officers' intervention. So okay. that's why I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Wow. So again, if any of you are into your homeowners association, if any of you have neighborhood watch, uh, if any of you are having issues going on uh, with the law enforcement not showing up when they're called or uh, or anything like that, right, you need to check out the book. And of course, Kenyatta does consultation to community homeowners associations. She's out there in the communities helping, helping people to understand better how to bridge that gap. What a great title for the book. It really is about bridging the gap. Now, Kenyatta, I know that you also have another concern, um, and that is women's safe. I know that that's a big issue for you, and you're planning to do some things in reference to women's safety to help women become more aware of their environment and the things they need to be doing for safety. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So I ended up coming up with a concept of National Women's Safety Week, which includes things to keep women safe because a lot of women, their first thing when you talk to them is safety. You know, they have children. Some of them may not be married. Um, You know, some of them may frequent uh, by themselves going to a lot of places. And, you know, women's safety is becoming almost like a national thing right now because Mm -hmm. women are concerned and they want to be safe. And Mm -hmm. so I talk about, uh, I do tips about women's safety and what they can do to order in order to help them be more safe, you know. And so one of the things, the little nuggets that I give is, you know, when you frequent places late at night, you know, maybe as a woman you need to purchase a taser or some type of chemical agent, you know, Mm -hmm. small enough to fit in your purse to defend themselves, and know where your local police stations are. You know, as a single person or even as a married person, when you go to these places by yourself, you want to be familiar with the nearest police station in the event that something happens, you're able to um, get stationed in your particular area and get there quickly. And so I also, you know, talk about how you should always stay in frequent lit areas, you know, um, and, and go places where there's a lot of people around, you know, and let somebody else other than yourself know where you be going in case something comes up or in case you run into trouble. So I have so many women that come to me all the time and say, you know, as a law enforcement officer, you know, and you being retired, what can I do to better ensure my safety? And so these are some of the things that they can put in place to help them stay safe, not only them, but their children and their family in general. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I know that uh, coming up, uh, hopefully this year or next year, I know you had shared with me about uh, National Women's Safety uh, Week. And is that still something that you're planning to to, uh, to push forward with? Absolutely, absolutely. I um, plan on doing a conference for National mm-hmm. Women's Safety Week this year, 2022, and I'll have a variety of speakers to come in and just kind of help women, you know, understand what they can do to better keep themselves safe. I have a trainer that will come in and give them uh, training on how to defend themselves if somebody actually puts their hands on them. And, you know, a lot of just a lot of things that they can use and take away from the conference where they'll be able to be better equipped if these kind of situations arise and they're involved in them. Yeah, ladies, I'm telling you, we need to pay close attention to the issue of women's safety. I mean, it's just some crazy, crazy stuff happening, right? Uh, I just heard today about a woman getting shot uh, in her car as she got in the car because the other woman 
thought that she was the woman having an affair with her husband. So she's just shooting and not sure who she's shooting. Um, and, of course, the woman wasn't paying attention to her environment. She didn't see the woman following her. She just walked in her car, right? And so, ladies, we got to be safe. I mean, it's just not men after women. You know, I think that's something that's a myth, a myth as well. It's just not men after women. We have to be careful about our safety in all cases. And we got to hold on tight to our children. So definitely, Kenyatta, I definitely um, – with Women About Biz want to definitely be some kind of a partner or support you uh, with Women's uh, National Safety Week. I definitely want to do that. Um, Absolutely. You recently started the Kay McKinnon International Foundation. Uh, quite impressed with your your speed, but you know, we both know success loves speed, right? I mean, we can't get past that. And you started Kay McKinnon International Foundation. Can you share how your vision came a reality with that? Yes. So Kay McKinnon International Foundation, I realized that me as an individual, I'm just not Kenyatta McKinnon, but I'm a corporation. You know, there mm-hmm. are multiple businesses inside of me. And so from that, I birthed Kay McKinnon International Foundation because I have all of these components that make up what I'm doing to impact people, like National Women's Safety Week. Mm-hmm. I'm an author. I wrote a book. I'm a safety advocate, I'm in ministry, I'm in entrepreneurship, I'm a motivational speaker. So all of these things fall up under Kay McKinnon International Foundation. And my vision came from that to group everything that I stand for, everything that I'm doing. That would be the the the, the foundation, but up underneath is the building components that make up Kay McKinnon International Foundation. And so that's how it was birthed because I know that there are multiple um, things inside of me, and there are multiple things that I do. And so I wanted them all to fall up under one umbrella, like an enterprise and a corporation, and that's what Kate McKinnon International Foundation is doing for me. And that, is, and that was my vision for my foundation. Got you. Now, there's one word that you said that I think is such a key word, and that is impact. Uh, is that you want to impact humanity. You want to impact society. Uh, you want to make a difference. And um, I think that is really, really beautiful. And I think the concept of, you know, umbrellaing those concepts, those ideas, the different things you want to use in your nonprofit efforts to impact society and the world, I think that's a beautiful thing. So congratulations on your nonprofit organization. Really, really Thank love the concept. So um, what is w- the one thing you share? Because I know that you're also a mentor to others, right? I know that you have helped a lot of young folks coming into the sheriff's department, and a lot of them have been women. I know that you have mentored people outside of the sheriff's department, that you've impacted a lot of children's lives. Uh, I had the pleasure uh, of participating uh, with you in last summer in your, um, your youth summit, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, And so I'm just so excited to see all the things that you have going on. But as you mentor individuals, tell me, you know, what is the one thing that you share with them? What's the one thing that tends to stick out? You know, I would say take time to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Because once you understand what you represent and who you are, then everything else comes to you easily. You know, everything, you Mm -hmm. know, your patience and your persistence and you Mm -hmm. being the best person that you can be at all times is really what um, 
you know, is the one thing I like to share with everybody, regardless of your age and regardless of whatever you're trying to do, whether it's a church, whether it's a marketplace business or anything that you're doing, know yourself because when you know yourself, it's easy to connect and identify with other people because mm-hmm. once you find out, they'll connect and identify with you as well. You'll be surprised how many people uh, want to do some of the things you're doing or how many people have gone through what you've gone through. And this is, you know, a tool to help them be able to connect and identify with you. So if you know yourself, everything else will come very easy. Gotcha. Love that. Love that. If you know yourself, everything else is going to be easier for you. Love it. And and finally, Kenyatta, uh, as we put a closure, I want to make sure that everyone is following you. So on social media, Facebook, you know, uh, ladies, all you have to do is put in her name, Kenyatta, K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A, McKinnon, M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N, and it will pull up uh, her Facebook page, her fan page, her group. Uh, Definitely make sure you join her group, Hustle for God, right? Um, Follow her. Uh, You know, again, uh, she is doing some things, you know, and if you want to see a woman who's making it happen, be on the move, you definitely want to follow her. You want to find out all of the things that she is doing. Uh, And definitely she is a part, she's a member of Women About Biz, and and we're going to be featuring her uh, into some other things. As a matter of fact, we have a a surprise for you uh, because Kenyatta will be on the cover now of our new e-zine, which is something that is going to be coming out shortly in this next week or so, uh, which is going to be a full-color PDF that you will get as an attachment, similar to a magazine, but not quite, but it's going to tell you about all the happenings, make you aware of what um, the members in Women About Biz are doing. Uh, I'm going to get Kenyatta to talk a little bit more about women's safety, and, um, you know, just so, so very excited, uh, Kenyatta, that you're going to grace the cover as I as our inaugural uh, e-zine that's coming out shortly. So I'm I'm very, very excited about that. So as we um, close this interview, you should know, Kenyatta, that uh, this isn't the last time that you're going to be on the show. You should know that. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm even thinking doing um, Women's National Safety Week. I'm just throwing this idea out there, girl. But I'm even thinking (laughs) that maybe you and I can co-host the show during the week of Women's Safety Week and that we can um, make the women aware of what's going on all that week in women's safety, how we can connect, coming to the conference, maybe having some of the people that might be at the conference. You know, I'm already thinking of ways that we can connect and do that because I, too, have a passion about um, women's safety and at Women About Biz, we, you know, we treat the whole woman, not just the business woman, but the whole woman. And so I want right. to make sure that our women have the safety information that they need. So finally, you know, I always ask everyone that's on the show this question, and it is, what are three wisdom tips that you want to leave with our successful woman radio listeners? What what would you which what would you like to leave us with? Sure. So the first thing that I think is very important, um, and one wisdom tip that I would like to give is be a good listener, a sounding board. Because a lot of times when we take the time to listen, we're able to discern sometimes what we need to do. And through listening, uh, creative ideas come. 
So that's the first wisdom tip I want to give. The second thing is be knowledgeable. You know, whenever you are doing a product or doing a business or you want people to, you know, understand what you're trying to do, be knowledgeable as you can about what you're doing so that others can learn because the more knowledgeable you are about it, then it would be the, – the better it is for people to understand what you're doing. And once they have an understanding of what you're doing, they are most certainly eager to, you know, even want to do even more or try to even start something maybe that you've already started, but based on that knowledge, mm-hmm. they've thought of an idea where they can do some things as well. And the last thing is, you know, just be honest and candid. You know, people can appreciate the real you, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. you come to – um, different situations and scenarios, you know, just be honest and candid about what you're trying to do and how you feel about real issues. And people can respect that more than, you know, somebody maybe trying to candy coat or softly lay over some of the issues and things that are taking place, you know, not in this world, but in, you know, uh, ministry and entrepreneurship and, you know, anything that you do. So my third tip would be, you know, don't be afraid to be honest and candid with, you know, you know, because so. yes. that's how they're going to get what you need. Yes. yes. Thank, thank yes. you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Well, Kenyatta, this has been such a pleasure. It's been so beautiful and such a wonderful experience interviewing you. Thank you so much. I feel so honored. And uh, I know that you're going to be back on the show, right? You're coming back. And um, oh, very, very, so yes, very exciting to hear about all the things you're doing to make it happen uh, in your life. Uh, again, this is Kenyatta McKinnon, everyone. Uh, I have her website up, guys. You may want to go take a look. If any of you, uh, you know, again, if you're in a homeowners association, you're interested in starting a neighborhood watch, uh, you want to bridge the gap in your community between the community and law enforcement, uh, or you may want Kenyatta to speak about women's safety at your church, or you may want to have her on your podcast. Look, I'm telling you, right Right now, y'all better tap into this powerful woman of God because she may not be that available uh, come later on, right? Her website is kmckinnon, M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N, Associates, A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S, kmckinnonassociates.com. That's her website. And then, of course, uh, you know, I'm encouraging everyone to go to her um, uh, group called Hustle for God, right? Um, she gives incredible tips and scriptures and beautiful quotes, uh, just a lot of inspiration coming down. So look up Kenyatta McKinnon on Facebook, follow her guys, tag her, connect with her, right? Because this is a woman that's going somewhere. She's a great example to all of us as entrepreneurs and someone that we need to know about. So Kenyatta, congratulations on all of your accomplishments and the things that you have done. Congratulations on on your book, Bridging the Gap. Very, very excited about that book uh, and encourage everyone to check it out on Amazon. Um, And again, we want to have you back on the show. You know, be well, my friend. Be well, my friend, until you're abundant. Okay. Thank you so much for having me on your show. God bless you so much. I look forward to collaborating with you in the future. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. 
Thank you. Guys, that was Kenyatta McKinnon, uh, law enforcement professional, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker. Uh, she just recently started her own international foundation. She's traveling the world. She's out there. She's accomplishing things. And I think that you ladies probably, um, you know, heard a lot of things that you were probably shaking your head with that you need to be doing. She said she, she looked at all of the talent and the potential and all the things that she had within her and all those years of law enforcement, and she used it. She used it to forge what she wanted, what she purposed. And now look at all of the things that's going on. Um, so she's certainly a woman who is making it happen. And I want you, those of you who are listeners, to be making it happen as well. If you're out there making it happen, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're already making a million or millions of dollars a year. Uh, you, that doesn't even have to be. But if you would like to be on Successful Woman Radio, if you want to share and inspire other women of how you're making it happen with your business, how you're uh, making things happen and moving past fear in spite of it all, uh, please let me know. All you have to do is drop me a line uh, to tnewbie at womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net, tnewbie at womenaboutbiz.net, right? And just in the subject line, put be a guest on your show. That's all you need to do. And then just, you know, say a few lines, make sure you give me your phone number, uh, and then I'll, I'll connect with you. We'll, we'll have a connection call. We'll talk. And uh, we will discuss and get you scheduled to be on the show, right? You know, that's what it's about, ladies. It is about us helping one another, which is so very, very important. Now, I want to let you guys know we're going to run over, uh, but we're going to keep moving on. And I pray that you guys will go ahead and stay with me for another maybe 15 minutes as um, I introduce the, the theme, Becoming a Queen of Action. And then also, I still want to read you a little bit of the excerpt from our book, Club Book of the Month, okay, Making Good Habits with Joyce Meyer, such an excellent book. I want you guys to uh, hear a little bit of that intro. So I'm going to go ahead right now with giving the intro for the book, you know, Making Good Habits by Joyce Meyer. This is a Christian a themed book. She gives some excellent scriptures. And, you know, for those of you uh, that don't necessarily count yourself in the Christian realm, it's okay. You know, um, we read other books that inspire us as well, law of attraction books and different books. So the Bible is the same way. Consider it a book of wisdom that can inspire you and take your life to ways that you never thought. Get to know the creator, which is so very, very important. You know, we all have habits, she says in her introduction. Some of them are good and some are bad. The good ones benefit us and add joy and power to our lives, while the bad ones do nothing but steal our peace and joy and prevent. She just said a mouthful right there. I, I agree. She says a habit is something we do, right, without even thinking about it. It is our usual manner of behavior or a behavior pattern acquired by frequent repetition. She says, I have read that as much as 40% of everything we do is done merely from habit. If you are reading this book, she says, it's probably because you have formed a habit of frequent reading. Um, she says, others who desperately need the information contained won't get it simply because they have not formed the habit of reading. She says, good habits can be developed and any bad habit can be broken through the power of repetition. 
She goes on to say that the experts say that a habit can be formed or broken in 30 days. So I'm inviting you to give it a try and change your life by changing your habits. At first, it may be difficult, but diligence and patience will eventually make you succeed. She says one of the reasons we don't develop the good habits we say we want is because we live in a culture of instant gratification. Ain't that the truth, right? She says, we want everything now and don't realize that many of the good things we want and need are not attained just because we want them. Good habits come to those who are persistent and refuse to quit. Vince Lombardi said winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. He also said once you learn to quit, it becomes a habit. Make a decision right now that you can and will be a winner at forming any good habit you want to form and breaking any bad habit that you want to break. Never start a project with doubt and fear that you won't succeed. Begin with the simple belief that you can change. With God's help, she says, you can form good habits and break bad ones. You can become a better person by developing better habits. She says, recently, Real Simple Magazine asked its readers what habits they wanted to break. The list of answers was huge, and of course, among them was cell phone addiction, eavesdropping, never finishing projects, nail biting, shopping as entertainment, cluttering, self-criticizing, watching too much television, hitting the snooze button, and driving too fast. Now imagine trying to break all these habits all at once. Do you think you'll succeed? I can pretty much assure you that you won't. You'll be too overwhelmed. On top of that, it takes concentration and effort to break a habit. And the older the habit, the more ingrained it is. So the first key is to choose a single habit that you want to overcome. If you start working to conquer a smaller habit, it will take less time to conquer it than a bigger one. She says, start small. Your victory will encourage you to tackle another habit, one that's perhaps a bit harder to break. That victory will give you more enthusiasm and resolve to break the next. She leaves us with a quote right here that says, habit is habit and not be the flung out of the window by any man, but coats downstairs a step at a time. Um, That is a quote by Mark Twain. So again, make a list of the habits she says you want to make and all the ones you want to break. Now choose one and use the principles that you just read to get started. So guys, again, I just read from our new book club, Book of the Month, Making Good Habits by Joyce Meyer. So happy to bring this book to light to the uh, listeners and also to the members of Women About Biz. Go get your copy, read along, check it out, implement it, highlight areas that mean a lot to you. And remember, if you have a Kindle or uh, a notepad reader, you should be able to have highlighter features in there as well that you can highlight um, various things. Last but not least, ladies, I do want to go ahead and introduce the theme to you. I want to talk to you about becoming a queen of action. I want to tell you how important it really, really is. Now, in the I Am Worthy Challenge, um, at the crux of the challenge is, the seven powers of purpose that I created. And in the seven powers of purpose, from my own personal experience and the things that I've had to break myself of from from disbelief and the wrong belief, false beliefs, bad habits, I had to break myself of a lot of things. I had to put into play a lot of things that I had to take action on, right? 
And so being the queen of action really just means that you accept full responsibility, that you have full belief that action is a requirement for you to accomplish the things that you purpose in life, your vision, your dreams, your goals, the projects in your business, all of the things that you're trying to do to to be successful, both mentally, physically, and financially, action is going to be required of you, right? And, you know, I go back to Habakkuk 2.2, in the Bible it says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he may run that readeth it. So action, ladies, action is key because, you know, our vision you know, there's a, there's a spiritual part of us that, li- that lives in this human-hosted body that we have. There's a spiritual part of us, and in order for us to get the vision out, we have to automatically take some kind of action, or else that vision just lies dormant in our minds. It may keep us excited, but it's not helping anybody for it to lie in your mind, in your spiritual realm. So it's so important to uh, learn to take action by transferring your vision from the spiritual realm into the physical realm with where we are right now, in the here and now, right? And so God tells us to write the vision and make it plain upon the tables, right? And I think I think that's so very, very important. And when you take the I am worthy challenge, which is it's really like a uh, really like a mastermind, right? It's like gaining all of these years of wisdom that I've had and, and then sharing with you how I'm able to manifest the things that I purpose, right? And and when you take that I start sharing with you how to manifest with with the power of action, how to have unshakable faith using the power of action. You see, the one thing that you must commit to, the one thing that you must have to accomplish anything in life, it is the commitment that in spite of your fears, in spite of what you're feeling, in spite of all the things that are happening in your life and all around you and all the environment, that you are committed to taking action, swift and immediate action, right? That is so very, very important. It is at the core of the definition of, that I give to unshakable faith. Remember that definition? A level of belief so deeply rooted it compels you, compels you to take swift and immediate action on all of your dreams, all of your goals, all that you hope for, on the things that you purpose in life. So being the queen of action is very important because when you're the queen, when you sit on the throne of your empire and you 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 start taking that action, you're going to reap so many benefits. You're going to manifest so many things, right? So you must be willing to take swift and immediate action regardless of your emotions and regardless of what you are feeling, right? It is so very, very important. And some of the things that you can start doing to move past procrastination um, and that you can do to start taking action, number one, is you've got to be willing to be honest with yourself and, and literally say, I'm not taking the action, nor am I taking, and if I am taking action, I'm not taking the right kind of actions that I need to be taking for my business. I need to be the queen of my empire. I need to be the queen of action. I need to make some things happen 
in my business, which is so very, very important, right? And in order to do that, some of the things that you need to have in business, first of all, is that you've got to get into your CEO role and become better at planning. That's number one. You've got to become better at planning because the role of the CEO visionary is to plan. The role of the CEO visionary is to what? Write the vision down and make it plain, right? The role of the CEO visionary is to set the sales goals, is to um, is to decide on the products and the services that are offered. Uh, the role of the CEO visionary is to be the ambassador for the company, right? And, and I'm going to slow it down right here because as I said the word ambassador, I just want to remind all of you of something. You know, here we are in the 21st century. A large majority of all marketing right now has been done online virtually, right? The virtual world is indeed taking over. It's just the beginning. It's coming. We can't bite it. And, and we have got to understand and learn some of the things necessary to be successful of business in the virtual world. The number one thing to be an ambassador is that, ladies, you've got to be willing to brand yourself, right? You've got to be willing to brand yourself. Yes, we know McDonald's is out there. We know Wendy's is out there. We know Burger King is out there. Those are kind of like the top three burger joints, right? However, there are countless, thousands of other hamburger places that are popular, and that are making incredible money, shaking down, you know, drawn together and falling over, right? There's a lot of other burger joints out there that are marketing themselves and and um, making the same, using the same kind of meat now, but they are pushing it in different ways, right? They are realizing the power of branding themselves, asking themselves the question, what can I do to be different? How can I brand myself and push myself out here? So something I want to tell you, in marketing and business, one of the things that a lot of people talk about, uh, experts, business consultants and marketing experts, is that, you know, you've got to find your competitive edge, right? You've got to find out what that is, and you have got to then, once you find that out, you've got to use that in order to, to draw people to you. Well, let me just share a secret with you that a lot of business women are not realizing. Guess what? The competitive edge in your business or one of the competitive edges or the main competitive edge is you. You are the main competitive edge in this virtual society that's being created in this 21st century, right? So you better not get it twisted. You better get it very straight. Okay, those of you who are out there saying, well, you know, I don't want to do no video. You know, I might I might be willing to talk on an audio, but I don't want to get out there and be on a video. Well, guess what? A video is one of the main ways that you build credibility and trust, and it gives people an of who you are, what you stand for, and it allows them through branding yourself, it allows them right, to build what I call familiar trust, and they start following you. That's how you create a following, right? And and so you need to understand that. So while it may be a little bit scary to get a video out there, uh, you've still got to do it, right? The next thing that I think that's very important, you know, as you look at becoming the queen of action and taking action on things, You've got to be, you know, as you're being that ambassador and being the person who is the competitive edge for your company, that means that you got to do it right. you got to do it professionally. And what that means is that, ladies, I'm going to tell you this. I've said it time and time again. 
you need to take some adequate headshots and full body pictures if, if at all possible, okay? Now, you know, I know that sometimes we take lifestyle pictures and we shoot pictures with our phones or what have you, but one of the reasons why a lot of us don't want to go online and, and put ourselves out there as a competitive edge is because we're not happy with how we look on camera, but we can work on that. We can work on that by working with an image consultant, working with professional photographers who can touch up the pictures, and they can have, they can remove things you don't like, right? Uh, so, again, I think it's so key for you guys to understand how important be, taking action really, really is. It is at the crux of you being a successful businesswoman and certainly, you know, branding yourself certainly becoming the ambassador uh, of your company as a part of the CEO role, which is very, very important, right? I think another thing in taking action as well is in learning to be self-directed. Not all of us are self-directed. Come on, we have to all admit that, right? Self-direction means without uh, anybody holding your hand or without instruction, it means that you are going to just automatically wake up every day and go right to it. You, you are a very analytical thinking person. That may not be your personality. You know, a lot of people who, um, and we'll have to talk about the four types of person, the different types of personalities, right? We'll have to talk about spring, summer, winter, and fall. We'll talk about those personalities maybe on the next show. But a lot of people have what's called the uh, fall personality, which is a very analytical person. That's the person who likes to make checklists when they get ready uh, to travel. Uh, that's the person who makes a checklist to clean up the house, a checklist to wash the clothes. You know, on the kitchen refrigerator is the checklist. When someone asks them something, they're very analytical about it. They're just not going to make a decision right then. They need to take it, break it down. Um, you know, a person who gets straight to the money, hey, look, okay, that all sounds good, but at the end of the day, how much money am I making? You know, that's a very uh, fall personality. That is an individual who, uh, you know, they they really are very big self-starters, right? And you have a lot of people that are like that, but not everyone is a self-starter, but we can gain a self-starter spirit and attitude and skill. Yes, we can. Because that's what's going to be required of us in order to be successful as CEOs running our companies and taking our businesses to the next level, which is so very, very important. So I say to you, okay, as we move into our theme for the month of March, becoming a queen of action, oh, yeah, it's time. It's time to become the queen of your empire. It is time for you to make some things happen in your life, in your business. It is time to put procrastination down and in its place. It is time, ladies. It is time for you to make it happen. So stay tuned as we talk about, um, you know, becoming a queen of action in multiple ways, and I give you some tools. I'm really going to give you some really good online tools also to help you to be more effective with taking action. So stay tuned for that. Well, ladies, that's the end of the show. Again, we want to thank our featured guest, Kenyatta McKinnon, um, such a powerful woman, so impressed with her. And I've been so impressed with all of you who are out there making it happen. I'm watching you on social media, seeing all the incredible
incredible things that you are doing. Don't forget to connect and touch base with me if you're interested in being featured on the show or if you have a recommendation. Certainly let me know about it. And then, of course, mark your calendar, everybody, for I Am Worthy, uh, March 21st through 25th. We're going back one more time. Uh, each and every month we do a reset uh, so that you can learn how to practice your supernatural power of manifesting the things that you purpose in life. Last but not least, go pick up yourself a copy of Good Habits by Joyce Meyer. Oh, yes, we're going to dig into it. We are going to really get a good lesson from this book and learn about some things that we can actually implement. You all know that I love you with the love of God, and you all know that I have a passion to help and see you make things happen in your business. Don't forget to schedule your power talk over at Women About Biz, and guess what? Don't forget to be productive this week. Don't forget, it's all in your control. You have the control to be the queen of your empire. Bye-bye. Happy Monday, everybody. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.